So the, the problem is when people have, let's say, joint pain, they focus on healing the joints. When they have brain, they focus on the brain, like whatever they take medicine. Yeah. So they don't think um, that there is inflammation. So where is this inflammation coming from? We need mm -hmm. to understand from, and we need to go reverse backwards and start from the beginning. Welcome to the Liver Rescue Detox Summit. I'm Sherry Lewis, your host, and today we have with us Elizabeth. Elizabeth is a graduate from SAC. She's a nutritional therapist and an experienced health, health coach. Driven by her own healing journey in overcoming multiple health issues, her goal includes healing people heal their gut in a simple step-by-step -step process that cleans, clears all of the symptoms, reverses all disease, and teaches from scratch how to regain the health back so that a person can live their life they've always wanted and never worry about becoming sick again. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. And it's my pleasure to be here on the summit and share um, this my knowledge and my experience to, to let the people get the information and understand uh, um, about their health and what they can do to improve their health. So I'm very honored. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. And I'm, I'm very grateful to have you here. Uh, and I really want to learn more and share with our guest about what it is that you do and how you help people hear their, heal their gut. So actually, I'd kind of like to start a little bit, though, uh, with your story, what led you down this path. Yeah, so as you know, I'm a nutritional therapist. So I always uh, thought that the nutrition is the one and only solution for all diseases, you know. So nutrition was my best part. And uh, uh, my story was that I had uh, one stressful period in my life, which um, let me get uh, so many issues like thyroid issues, brain fog, fatigue, uh, mm -hmm. bloating, cramps. Everything was like a storm, you know, all of a sudden skin issues. And I was eating healthy, you know, but I couldn't connect the stress and the health until I realized that stress has a direct impact on, on creating a leaky gut. And even though you're eating the most healthy food, it can still create inflammation in the body. So I have to learn backwards, you know, how to reverse and heal the leaky gut and continue eating healthy. And of course, de-stress, detoxification, there are uh, a lot of things in place must be to gain the complete healing. Yeah, so we can start. I can explain about, uh, I'm most probably people are asking what is leaky gut. Maybe yes. some of them already know. So leaky gut is, um, it used to be called intestinal permeability, which means that the the gut cells are uh, permeable. So, and the food, the proteins, the toxins are leaking into our bloodstream and uh, causing inflammation everywhere in our body. So how do we know we have uh, leaky gut? So people will ask, you know, um, how to know. So there is one test and uh, they can test for zonulin in their stool. And zonulin actually is the protein which our gut cells produce to open the tight junctions so that the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, they can uh, be absorbed in directly into the bloodstream, which will uh, carry them into all our cells so the cells can perform optimally. 
and give us energy and health, of course. Mm. So um, I think this zonulin, this is a protein um, that our cells produce. And this is, um, I think, discovered in 2000 by Dr. Alessio Fasano. So we want to know how uh, leaky gut happens, right? Yes. But before I go to that, we first I want to explain how our digestive system works, like um, brief overview, how a normal, healthy person should uh, digest the food and get all the nutrients. <laughs> so normal, normal digestion happens. Uh, it starts, of course, everybody will say from the mouth. No, it starts from the brain, right? Mm -hmm. So when we smell the food, when we are, um, our body is getting ready, it's produ producing saliva in the mouth. So when we start eating some food, um, in the mouth, first are digest the carbohydrates right from the amylase our salivary gland produce amylase it um, breaks down the complex carbs into simple carbs right mm -hmm. the next thing it goes the food through the esophagus and then in the stomach right so what happens in the stomach and our stomach is getting ready it's producing um, uh, gastric acid and hdl hydrochloric acid and uh, this is our first defense you know this this is the pH should be very, very acidic, like between two and three pH, which is very acidic. And it's uh, actually killing all the bad bacteria if by accident we ingest, right? And um, and then when the, the pH is already prepared, then the uh, esophagus sphincter, the muscle, the door is closed and the food starts to be digested. And in the stomach, um, the, mainly the proteins are um, digested and absorbed and also the B vitamins, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, later on, when um, the food is um, continuing with the digestion, it's continuing from the stomach, it goes in the small intestines. So in the beginning of the small intestines is duodendum. This is a very important part where um, most of the nutrients are absorbed, most of it. And in this part, uh, the gallbladder releases bile, which is producing the liver, of course, and is stored in the gallbladder. And it's releasing bile, um, bile and bile acids, uh, which are uh, a little bit higher pH than the, than the HCL. And it's uh, also antimicrobial, antibacterial. So the, the, the killing continues, you know, it's selected. Only the bad guys are killed here. Mm -hmm. And um, these bile salts and bile um, acids are are absorbed um, most of the nutrients like um, mm, uh, minerals, vitamins, and uh, amino acids. These uh, bile acids are um, ninety five percent water, and then it's bile acid, bilirubins, uh, phospholipids, and um, and also toxic waste materials. Mm which are from the liver, right? So, yeah, and together with the lipase from the pancreas, it's um, digesting the fats, of course, and the fat-soluble fat nutrients and vitamins, right? And later on, it goes in the colon, and in the colon, uh, in the small intestine, we have a small bacteria, small amount, not very much, but in the colon, we have a larger amount of bacteria, and they continue to digest the food. The thing is that the bile, it's 90, around 95% reabsorbed in the colon, right? Mm -hmm. So our body is very smart, so it doesn't want to waste anything. So 
So it's reabsorbing the, the bile and going back to the liver, right, for storage and for uh, detoxification. Uh, especially, you know, if, um, because the liver is detoxification organ, right? So it's the largest organ in the body and it um, has two phases, so three phases of detoxification, but mainly it's, um, it's uh, converting the water-soluble toxins and expelling them through the kidneys, right, through the urine, and fat-soluble toxins, which are sent to, with the bile together in the gallbladder. And we should expel them through the stool. Okay, so the thing is, this is very important. If we are not expelling them, if the person has constipation, if the person has, um, you know, maybe diarrhea, something is full with toxins, and the uh, the constipation uh, makes the stool stay longer in the colon and it uh, produces more and more toxins. And with reabsorbing the bowel, we um, bring those toxins in the liver again, right? Mm -hmm. This is normal, normal digestion of our um, digestive GI tract. So what happens when we, let's say eat uh, something, let's say we eat an apple, which is sprayed with pesticides, herbicides, you know, uh, and these chemicals on the food on that are sprayed has, its aim is when the bugs, when the insects bite them, it will tear up their gut and they will die, right? That's the, the point of uh, spraying the food so the insects will not eat them, right? Or if they eat them, they'll die. So the thing is when we eat, this, we consume this kind of food and sprayed food, we um, ingest these chemicals and we kill our bugs in our uh, digestive system. So mm -hmm. uh, we need our, our gut bacteria and we need um, to have diversity of bacteria. So we don't want to kill them. So 99% they should be a good guy. You know, we have uh, like uh, also the bad and the good. So we have bacteria, uh, fungus, uh, microbes, viruses, parasites. We have so many, um, so many players in our gut, and they all uh, have to be in balance, and they help each other. You know, when they digest the food, they connect, they communicate, they produce different enzymes, so they are like a happy family if they are happy, healthy, right? <laughs> so it's they call it now. It's like an organ microbiome and this is the same like uh, you know in one country if everybody is um, is communicating is cooperating and they they are um, they, they will be healthy community right yeah so what happens when we when we consume like these toxins so we kill the good guys and uh, then what happens there is more room space for the bad guys or yeast or fungus to overgrow and the bad uh, guys, they produce um, toxins and also li lipopolysaccharides. I mean, shell is uh, consists of lipopolysaccharides. And these toxins are damaging our gut wall. And uh, also, if we take, for example, a round of antibiotics, right? So mm -hmm. everybody, as, I, as far as I know, had taken antibiotics. So antibiotics are also killing the bad, but also they're killing the good guys. Mm -hmm. in our gut and again creating disbalance so these toxins and these bad bacteria uh, yeast and um, 
they are destabilizing our gut and damaging our gut wall. And our gut wall is very, very fragile. It's only one cell layer, right? So we know our skin is seven to nine layers, I think, but our gut is only one cell layer. So if we damage it, if we achieve that uh, all the toxins, the bad bacteria, the viruses, they can leak through the gut and go into our bloodstream and our bloodstream will take them everywhere in the whole body and our immunity then reacts it treats them it can be a food particle like protein from some food which shouldn't be there it should be in the in the in, in our intestines to be digested and the bacteria should um, make all the nutrients bioavailable for us to absorb it but if you don't have the good bacteria then all these food particles which are healthy food, you know, some people are saying, okay, I'm eating everything healthy and I'm reacting to healthy food or autoimmune diet I'm following, you know. But the main problem is the leaky gut. Mm -hmm. So even if the food is healthy, if we have a leaky gut, we will create inflammation. So our immunity is reacting, you know, it's trying to kill it. And we have, I don't know, million, trillion different immune cells. And some of them, are very dangerous you know the fighters they're like suicide bombers uh, if there is a toxin or protein or something somewhere in our body they come and they uh, they're full with enzymes with chemicals and they're throwing everything at the at the bacteria or at the virus and whatever is the, the they're treating as a foreign thing mm -hmm. and when they do that they damage the surrounding tissue collateral damage, you know, that's called inflammation. So constant inflammation, constant, our immunity is constantly battling something. You, you, it can be, let's say, uh, if it's, it's taking longer time, it, if this issue is not solved in time, then uh, we have more and more tissue damage, more and more. So all of a sudden people experience like, oh, my thyroid is not working perfect. Oh, I have pain in my joints, you know. Or I have brain fog, oh, so inflammation in the brain, like, mm -hmm. or I have skin issues. So, you know, your immunity is trying to protect you, trying to kill these uh, foreign substances, is showing you that, that there is inflammation and there is something going on, you need to take some measure. So the, mm -hmm. the problem is when people have, let's say, joint pain, they focus on healing the joints. When they have brain, they focus on the brain, like, Correct. Yeah. So they don't think um, that there is inflammation. So where is this inflammation coming from? We need mm -hmm. to understand from and we need to go reverse backwards and start from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Start uh, living healthy life, start healing the gut, and um, stop the inflammation, reduce the inflammation, and then slowly, slowly, symptoms will go away. Right. So it's not just taking a medication and masking the symptoms, right? That's, um, I, I like how you explain that and how you walked us through all of that because it creates such a beautiful picture because you're right. How many people don't think it's, I want to get rid of that brain fog or the joint pain, but the source is where we really need to go. So, um, you answered a lot of my questions, but I like how you did it because you did it in a nice order that kind of put everything together and created this nice picture for us and how everything works together. So um, 
I do have a question though about um you you mentioned you know some things about the gut and the liver and the connection but then you also mentioned to a few other things uh, because the gut is so connected to the brain and brain fog and um which just uh, made me think of like what type of foods do you see as being triggers when people have leaky gut are there specific foods that you notice that are bigger triggers than other foods yeah, I have noticed in most of, maybe I can say 99.9% .9 of my clients, they have issues with uh, gluten, diary, and, um, you know, and sugar. Mm -hmm. so, and also, of course, sprayed food. So we need to focus more on organic food. So, But as I said, it's not only the food. As a, um, the stress, the cortisol mm -hmm. is directly creating instantly leaky gut. You know, when we are under stress, stress the you know, the digestive system shuts down, so it's not important. All the blood supply goes in the muscles, in the brain, to run away, to think we have exam or something, you know. Then um, digestive system is not important. The food uh, should uh, is not digesting properly. And also the reprodu reproductive system is not important, right? So when you're in fight or flight, you need to save your life, not to reproduce. Right? That's why many people who, ha who have in infertility, they maybe in the stress mode yeah mm. and also uh, i want to mention toxins okay this is very important because uh, the scientists have uh, tested in um, in 2008 i think let me check uh, 2008 in human cells only they found there is 10 toxins but in 2018 there was 500 toxins mm. So there, uh, there are more and more toxins that um, um, around us, you know, we live. I mean, we cannot escape that. Uh, this is toxic world and we are breathing toxins. Depends where you live. If you live near the highway, near some field which is sprayed. So it depends um, uh, what you're eating, of course. The toxification should be our everyday thing. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not just like, you know, people say, oh, I have done a detox, one month detox, and I'm okay now. No, because there are, I, I think, 100,000 known toxins, chemicals in the world, and uh, of which 85,000 are registered. Mm -hmm. And um, one uh, half of them are cancerogenic, of course. So the, it's, it's proven to be cancerogenic. And uh, I want to also mention about the liver because liver is um, our major filter organ. It's um, it's a detoxification organ, right? So we know. And uh, what happens when they uh, when the liver is detoxifying our body? You know, it's um, uh, converting them, of course, the toxins, water soluble mm -hmm. and fat soluble. But what happens uh, when there is more than it can handle, right? Mm -hmm. It has to store it somewhere. And it's storing the toxins in the fat cell. So that's why some people may um, may develop fatty liver. You know, even skinny people, you know, doesn't have fat on their body, but they have fat, fatty liver. And the toxins, as I said, they are going and they are stored in the fatty fat cell. Fat, and our brain, brain is 95% fat. Mm -hmm. So when we experience like, brain fog, uh, lost, uh, lower concentration, memory issues. I used to have them all, you know, 
and um, you know I, I couldn't um, uh, when I was uh, making conversation I couldn't I needed time to to process the question so that I can give an answer you know it didn't come immediately and also I had problem with um, memory I couldn't you know I need when I was studying something when I was learning something I needed like two months for one subject you know which I now do in one week mm. so <laughs> so I was thinking you know I'm not stupid I can ne not memorize things why is happening to me what is happening to me so you know our brain fog and uh, uh, is definitely from the toxins that are maybe from the bad bacteria that we have established um, develop leaky gut and they're leaking through the gut uh, or the or the liver is overburdened with uh, toxins and and it's also dumping it with the bile in the gallbladder and then the gallbladder maybe cannot uh, if there are more toxins then we can develop like um, gallbladder stones or mm -hmm. same liver stones you know and the, also I want to connect this with the digestive system because uh, when in this case, when the liver is over toxic, it will produce less bile, right? Cannot produce, um, cannot function optimally. And when there's less bile produced and less bile is uh, released in the intestines, uh, in this case, less H HCL is produced. So mm -hmm. they communicate, you know, they want to balance themselves. So when there is less HCL produced, then we have. Um, uh, in digestion, right? We cannot digest. There is no uh, not enough acid to digest the food. So the esophagus sphincter will not close. It, it thinks that, you know, it, the HCL is not where it should be. And he thinks that more food should be coming. And the food is actually staying there and fermenting and rotting. <laughs> it may create like uh, indigestion and acid reflux. And people think that that's uh, too much acid, mm -hmm. right? So the acid is not, it uh, should be more acid, like two to three. If there is five or six and you, it's coming here, you feel it acidic, but it's not uh, the, 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 at the pH level that it should be. So in this case, people take what they take, PPIs, <laughs> right? right? They take proton pump inhibitors, they take anti-acid medication and they make the situation worse. So in this case, mm -hmm. they kill the protective barrier which is the acid. In this case, more of the bacteria, viruses with, that they ingest create, um, killed our good bacteria and then um, create further down the track a worse disbalance. Then we have bloating, we have cramps, pain, and we have um, from the toxins from the bacteria, then we have colon cancer and we develop such uh, huge issues, you know. If... Um, Everything is interconnected. Interconnected. If it's not in the balance, then disease happens. Yeah. So with with that, and that that was um, really a good point. The fact that people think that they need to be taking antacids when they're having acid reflux, and they're actually making the problem worse. While it feels like they're making it better, it's actually making it worse. Um, what type of foods do you see as being healing foods to help people heal? You mentioned some that are really good to stay away from. So mm -hmm. are there any specific ones that you would say just really help to soothe the gut, to help to um, support it in that whole healing process? 
the way I work with my clients, I, I follow certain steps. And those are, you know, yeah, it's it's uh, also healing healing food that we need to take. But also the first step is uh, lowering the inflammation. So this means to calm the inflammation in the body and eliminate the triggers, whether that be like some food that they are eating or some toxins they are consuming or breathing or put, putting on their skin. It doesn't matter. So we need to eliminate the triggers. And during that time, we need to incorporate like good food, like um, maybe some supplements. Um, I recommend also bone broth, which is good, but it, mm-hmm. um, it needs to be prepared in a special way. And for different people, you know, some they are reacting, they have histamine intolerance, so it's a different preparation, shorter time. And uh, aloe vera is also good, and L-glutamine is good. Um, usually more soft food like boiled food and easy mm-hmm. to die who is already uh partially when it's boiled is partially breaking down it's much easier for the gut you know so we lessen the symptoms mm-hmm. we make it um, make less bloating less cramps less pain and the stool we are creating the stool uh, to be a normal stool you know a regular stool and normal so we will expel the toxins we will not have constipation the people who have diarrhea are experiencing normalizing also the stool yeah and um, this is the two steps and then the third step is bringing the good bacteria okay so once we uh, seal the the gut wall we uh, close the gates we close them so now we are bringing the good bacteria back in and then we feed them Okay, so they should be happy and they will produce, uh, they will assimilate the nutrients for us and make them bioavailable so our body can absorb them and be happy and healthy, right? And uh, also during this whole process, as I said, detoxification, it's like a, like a no brain, you know, everybody should do it on a daily basis. Right. And there are different kinds of detoxification that anybody can choose whatever it suits them the best and can be adjusted so if they should work with somebody who knows how to um, adjust their protocol their way mm-hmm. of healing right and uh, of course stress management as i said it doesn't matter if you're eating in taking the best supplements or the best food if you're under stress all the time the healing will not happen and then you end up you know uh, eating less and less food and you start reacting on this few food types that you're consuming and you're wondering why i'm not healing right Mm -hmm. because maybe you're under constant stress and it doesn't let you heal doesn't let your gut heal leaky gut right plus movement exercise our body is designed you know for movement and it's uh, actually exercise it doesn't have to be like uh, hardcore you know gym exercise just simple walking can um, create uh, positivity and uh, clear the brain and um, uh, give you more energy, um, help with the healing process, you know, because when you're positive, when you think positively, you believe that the healing is happening and it has a higher chance of uh, having a success rate. Yeah. And faster. Yeah. Yeah. I, definitely have seen that um, in my clients as well, that the ones who have a more positive attitude heal a lot faster. I think that um, attributes just to an emotional 
our emotional well-being as can be a roadblock for our healing process. So that's a good point. Very good point. Uh, so did yeah. you have, do you have any other, any other um, tidbit that you would like to share with our audience today? Yeah. So many people, um, you know, they're confused and overwhelmed. You know, they are reading so many things on internet and they're trying so many things and, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's working, sometimes it's not so that they cannot, you know, connect the dots and to start from the beginning and follow the proper um, uh, process you know steps in the healing process you know it's not just uh, okay i'll take the best supplements for gut health like we mentioned and uh, it may temporarily help you can feel maybe some changes but that's not the way we achieve complete body healing you know mm -hmm. people ask me how do i heal liquid gut i can <laughs> you know it's not just so simple <laughs> yeah take this supplement and you will be healed <laughs> yes right yes. right the, what i suggest People do, they can start on their own with just simple things, just avoiding gluten, dairy, and sugar. I usually do this challenge, three days gluten, um, diet, and sugar-free challenge twice a year. So anybody who follow me, they can join. And uh, with the recipes, with some simple exercises, uh, juices, and distress techniques, just in three days, people are experiencing huge changes, you know. So this is like a good place to start for the people who who don't know from where to start. They're trying mm -hmm. so many things that they don't know. So this is like a basic thing to start. And our aim is to create at the end, you know, diversity in our gut and to, uh, as I said, when uh, when there is disbalance, you know, when it's one, one, let's say yeast or bad bacteria overgrowth, then it seems like, uh, you know, like I said, in the country, in some country, when when there is diversity in the world, when we appreciate each other, we communicate, we uh, help mm -hmm. each other, then uh, prosperity happens, right? So it's mm -hmm. not good if one dominates, you know. There is the war, there is suffering, there is killing. So we don't want that. We want everybody to live happily ever after, so and to, to, to help each other, to be friends, to to live together in unity, right? no wars <laughs> no fighting right right and everybody is equal right mm -hmm. works together and um helps one another inside our body as well so inside um, and outside yeah. yes yes well you have a gift for our guest so would you like to tell them about that yeah so i want to give our viewers um or 10 gut-friendly recipes that they can immediately start uh, preparing them. And there, um, in these recipes, there are the 10 um, key ingredients for good gut health. Mm -hmm. And they're explained, uh, the ingredients are explained and how and why they help with the healing the gut. So they can go to um, the link. I will give the link and they can... Um, uh, register and receive these 10 gut friendly recipes in their email mm -hmm. and start um, feeling their gut right away oh wonderful well thank you that sounds like a lovely gift and that link is going to be along on the page that you access this video so you'll be able to access that link on that same page so um 
Thank you very much, Elizabeth, for being here and for sharing what it is that you do and how you help people heal their gut. I'm very excited for our audience to be able to view this and to try out your recipes. So it sounds wonderful. Thank you very much. And um, if uh, if they want how, how to find me, if they want to to follow me, they can find on uh, find me on Facebook, Elizabeth Healing Leaky Gut. It's simple. <laughs> I'm focusing on healing the leaky gut. So Elizabeth Healing Leaky Gut on Facebook, and also on YouTube, I have like more than 100 videos explaining um, from liver, from gallbladder, from leaky gut, from stress, anything that they need to focus on. And my YouTube channel is uh, all for better life, all together, all for better life. Okay. And same Instagram, same name and um, podcast, same name. So they can find everything that I do and to be informed. Yeah. And I think we'll have those links in there as well. So just, yeah, check out the email and look for all those links for Elizabeth so that you can reach her at all of those uh, different social media posts. So wonderful. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for inviting me and uh, thanks yes. for having me. Yes. Thank you so much.